Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you'll need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. You have one unheard message. Hi, I was calling Current, the influencer marketing platform, but I think I just got redirected to a bunch of people listening to a podcast. Well, anyways, I was calling Current because I was told they could help get my brand set up on TikTok Shop and even build out an affiliate program of content creators promoting my brand and even have those content creators go on live streams and promote my product there. Wow, I could really use Current. I also heard that the brands they work with are making millions in sales. I guess I'll just go to their website at current.tech. What's up, you guys? Sean Ross Sapp here for the Fightful.com Wrestling Podcast. It's February 8, 2017. I am joined by that eccentric millionaire, Jimmy Van. I was waiting for you to say that. I heard you say it on the podcast, I think, yesterday or the day before. I was like, that fucker, he's still saying eccentric how, millionaire. How are you going to be an eccentric millionaire and drink, like, trash $2 coffee? Uh, because I am a devout Canadian that supports <laughs> Canadian companies. That's why. I, I'll tell you, I'll, I will tell you one thing about me. I'll tell you one thing about me, Sean. I could literally have a billion dollars, which I don't, but I could have a billion dollars. I will still drink Tim Hortons. I will still wear hoodies. I will still wear $50 shoes. That's never going to change. Hey, I'm wearing a hoodie. I, I, don't, I don't have millions or billions, but. I have my, I, this is my GSP Reebok hoodie that my wife got me. So I threw that, I threw that. That ain't cheap. That ain't cheap. Well, it was cheap for me. It didn't cost me anything. That's true. And your nondescript hat. Which is, have you ever noticed that about me? I don't like wearing logos, although it's kind of ironic I say that today. But yeah, uh, you look like you look like you're a NASCAR right now. Well, th- this is a Toronto FC soccer jersey. So I am, I'm representing the local team wearing this. But normally, I don't like to wear logos unless I like the team or the athlete. So I have the GSP hoodie, and I got the Toronto FC jersey. But otherwise, yeah, my hats never have logos on them unless it is a Edmonton Oilers hat. Otherwise, no logos for me. I'm not a big fan of like, like I'll wear a red shirt or a Bengal shirt, but I don't want somebody. I don't want another grown man's name sprawled across my back. But hey, that's just me. I mean, I'm comfortable in who I am, Sean. So I, I, I can sure wear it. I can wear a Brock Lesnar uh, jersey and be cool about it, you know? I have some Brock Lesnar shirts from back in the day. I'm actually going to give them away to somebody I know who is a Brock Lesnar fan. But I got sent a few things back when I first started to write. Like companies would just – that's back when MMA clothing was like, you know, selling like hotcakes. Have you – 
Let me ask you this. Have have you received action figures from the media? I told you about what happened to me today. Have you received action figures from the media before? I have received. The other way around. Have you received action figures because you're in the media? That's what I meant. I have received um, like a John Jones like action figure that's like downstairs. It's one of those with really big heads, but I don't think it's Oh, round five. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, today, a very well-known wrestling reporter that I will not name hit me up because uh, he's selling his collection of action figures that he was given as a member of the media. So I thought of you. I was like, have you yeah. ever you know, gotten these things? Um, I've gotten a lot of things. There was a WGN show that wanted to send me uh, like a golden shovel or pitchfork or something. Or it was something. It, they were, it was a wrestling show that had to do with a morgue. I don't know, but I was like, I- I'm all good. Uh, El Ray sent some stuff out to the media. I I've usually passed stuff like that up. Also, free copies of China and Sonny's porns. Also, sure, I'm, I'm, I'm sure I'm sure those were free copies, and they weren't given to you because you registered and asked about a million times when it was going to be in the mail. Jimmy, I'm, I'm going to be completely <laughs> honest here. If anybody wants to watch that stuff, they don't have to pay for it. You're right. You're right. It's not that difficult. But yeah, they, they did try to get the media to review a couple of those. Uh, I don't think that anybody bit. Yeah, I know. I could be wrong, but I don't think anybody bit on doing that. I'm I sure there's some sites that reviewed it, but I don't know if they I were think, offered to review copies. I think wrestling fans considered it's more sad than anything. So I don't think anyone really cared about that stuff. Yeah. We got lots of news this week. I have a list today. A list? So, so for the first time ever, I have written a list of things because I wanted to make sure I didn't forget anything today. Oh, boy. So I have topics I want to touch upon before we uh, tackle. What, what are some of them? Uh, okay, I'm going to go down the list. So the first one is, and, and this, this made number one on my list today, on the list of Jimmy Van. This made number one today. You're stealing gimmicks now. Let's yeah, I, I, I do that. So uh, number one, you have six cats. How the hell do you have six cats? we got a big house. Real big house. Like, it's a super old house, so it's really affordable. And I live in, oh, the third cheapest state in the country. So it is very affordable to have those. You would never know that we had that many. Some are let me, inside, let me outside. So I have a 3,600-square-foot house, and I have one cat. And I cannot imagine <laughs> I cannot imagine how much shit you are uh, cleaning and scooping on a daily or weekly basis with six it's cats. I can't imagine. It's a lot, and you can't do the automatic cat litter thing because here's the thing. The automatic machine that scoops it will do it right after they get out. Well, I uh, don't know if you all have ever scooped cat shit before, guys, but it's not dry. Right. So it doesn't work like that. Now, here's, here's what makes it easier for me. I'm in this office virtually all day. They are not allowed in my office. So – yeah, we've got a big like enclosed back porch that we're trying to remodel. We're trying to remodel the whole damn house, but baby steps. And they're out there a lot. And yeah, sometimes they're just not around. Are they declawed? No. So that means that you've got furniture that's torn to shit and you've got do you have hardwood floors? We do have hardwood floors, yes. They gotta be scratched up to shit too. I imagine. Sometimes, like, well, the thing is, when we bought the place, the hardwood floors were kind of scratched anyway. They don't scratch the hardwood floors. They don't scratch, like, everything in this room looks like it's leather. When they're in here, they don't scratch that. 
they scratched like a piece of antique furniture and some of our, our kitchen chairs, but we're going to replace those kitchen chairs from fabric to wood. That way they don't do that. Good to know. So you yeah, live and you learn. So I, I needed to touch upon you having six cats, and that did Speaking, make number one on my well, list. Well, here, here's number one on my list. Speaking of animals, we have an article up on Fightful.com. Daniel Bryan impl- uh, implies that James Ellsworth has a big hog. I am going to go ahead and assume he's talking about a motorcycle and nothing else. That ain't what he means, Jimmy Fan. He means he's got a Harley at home in his garage. That's what he means. Or in his pants. <laughs> Did you uh, see Matt's reaction last week? When I asked him if uh, Carmelo was at Dave and Buster's with him. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, probably not. He's married. It's just yeah. for TV. Matt goes, yeah, that's why that's not happening. Yeah, that's the only reason. That's the only reason. <laughs> Carmella probably every week is like, come on, she'll never know. She'll never know. I'm sure every week. What okay, else you got I'm, on your list? Uh, so, the, the, so the second thing on my list is uh, now you made a comment about how I had a bone to pick and I was mad. Uh, yeah. I'm actually not mad. I'm not mad. I, I found this next one to be a little bit humorous. Um, and I wanted, I wanted our listeners to know. I've been waiting I, for this all week. Uh, oh, I'm, I'm, I'm sure. I'm sure you haven't slept last night. I wanted our readers to know about how the corporate, you know, the corporate world is with a small, you know, little YouTube show or a little podcast show with, uh, you know, with minimal uh, listeners. So, as everybody probably knows, Alberto Del Rio has made the news a bunch of times with Paige because he's mm-hmm. uh, he's uh, you know a bit of a jealous sort, and uh, he's gotten into a few fights over Paige. So Sean and I were talking about when he was in San Antonio for the Royal Rumble, and that weekend Alberto had a thing at his restaurant with Paige, right? Some promotional thing. I suggested to you as a joke that you go up to Paige when she's with Alberto, and I think my exact words were slap her on the ass and tell her she's hot because Alberto will probably pick a fight with you, and it could go viral. You know, it could get picked up by TNZ. I think that would be me picking a fight with Alberto Del Rio if I were to do that. I don't know what that means, but uh, so you slap her on the butt, and then you pick a fight with Alberto? I don't understand. I think, I think that act is picking a fight with Alberto. Oh, I got it. I got it. I got yeah. it. Well, whatever. So, so the joke was that maybe TMZ would pick it up. Maybe they would say, uh, oh, Fightful.com, so when Sean Ross Sapp was punched by Alberto Del Rio. Strictly meant as a joke. On uh, Wednesday, the day, or on Thursday, the day after the podcast, I happened to be checking it out, and I noticed that they edited that entire comment and that entire joke out of the podcast. And I actually hit you up to say, did, did Alex do this? Did you do this? Did somebody related to the thing do it? And you're like, hell no, nobody did it. So that means that YouTube and or Google, with all of the shit on YouTube, and, and you know there's all kinds of crazy shit on YouTube, they decided that that joke was so offensive uh, that they needed to edit it out of the podcast. And I thought that was I, unbelievable. I did some investigating. Because, you know, before I was a podcast personality and an editing machine, I used to be a journalist. Used to be. Used to be. <laughs> I found out that Trudeau and Trump did, a, did an executive order. Oh, yeah. Banning all terrible jokes from wrestling podcasts. I mean, I did tell Trudeau Trudeau that I wanted him to come and shovel my driveway. Did you? So, yeah, on the podcast, because of the whole immigration policy that they have in Canada. 
How'd that work out? Yeah, God, uh, son of a bitch. Somebody in the YouTube section is asking me if I'll sing some Rihanna. <laughs> how, how about how about you you shell out the first verse of Umbrella at the end of this podcast today? I have an off-air story about that song that I will not tell on on air. Is but it somehow related I, to Jack Gallagher? I'll say I've sang the song in public before. I can see that. You probably did that in San Antonio the, the one day you decided to have a sip of beer. I've, I will never drink a sip of beer. Never. You, well, actually, do you want to know why I don't drink? I, it hit me at an early age why I don't smoke and don't drink. I was about eight or nine years old on this great wrestling podcast. <laughs> and uh, With a beard. With a beard. With a beard. I was about eight or nine years old, and I reached into the fridge, and I was going to grab a Diet Mountain Dew. It's what my mom always drank. And I took a big swig of it, and I was like, this tastes old. I looked down, and it was Budweiser. Uh-huh. Straight Budweiser. And I was like, yep, I'm good. I'll never drink this again and spit it all the way across the room. It was the worst thing ever. Also, the reason I don't smoke, I was at my grandmother's house. She smoked non-filtered Pell-Mells. Uh-huh. I'm talking like those are some 1940s cigarettes right there. Uh-huh. And she goes up to use the restroom. Her cigarette's still burning. And I take a puff off the cigarette, maybe 10 years old. And uh, non-filtered, mind you. Ah. That will get you to never smoke again. And I never did. I guess so. I mean, you know what? I, I can relay one one quick thing about me. I do not drink hard liquor. I only drink beer. And that's because my first year of university, I lived the typical dorm experience. And I got alcohol poisoning. And so <laughs> since then, I do not drink hard liquor. I, I'm married to a Trinidadian woman. Uh, and if you know anything about uh, Trinidadian people, they love their their hard liquor and they love scotch and oh, rum. And I am always offered drinks and I always turn them down. So I'm with you to a degree. I like my beer, but I won't drink anything else. I'm not a fan of any of it. I'm not a fan of any of it. Okay, hey, each their own. Let's get to the next one. Let's get to the next one. Yeah, what's next on this list? So I'm going to read this one verbatim because I want to make sure that I don't get it wrong. So I'm going to read this one verbatim. Sure. When uh, when Donald Trump took office, you know where I'm going with this. Oh boy! When Donald Trump took office, I did posted, it cut our viewers in half. Uh, no, 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 because this is nonpartisan and, and unbiased, so it's fine. When he took office, I posted a tweet, and I did it because of all the protesting that was going on and all the rallies that were going on. And the tweet said, and this is verbatim: "I'm saying this as a Canadian. You really think Trump can get much done or do much damage in four years? No chance. So protesters relax." Oh, Jesus. Now, what I meant by that, I am not a Trump supporter, and I am not a Trump hater, and I am not a Democratic supporter, and I am not a Democratic hater. I am Canadian, completely unbiased, and it was meant to be completely nonpartisan. What I meant by that is that there's a lot of red tape in politics. And as a matter of fact, I'm sure you saw some of our readers that responded that got it. They understood what I said. I meant there's a lot of red tape in politics, and so people can relax a little bit because Trump cannot do a lot of damage based on that. That's what I meant. We're already seeing it with the travel ban. The federal judge stepped in and, and overturned his order. Perfect example. And that's what I meant. And there was a gentleman uh, who somehow took my nonpartisan comment the wrong way. He told me that he was going to stop uh, supporting FIFA. And then he told you to quit your job. Yeah. Oh, told me to breach my contract. Right. Right. And that led to a very long, you know, somewhat heated debate between you guys. And at the end of that debate, I posted a comment saying, Sean, let the man hate nonpartisan comments if he wants to. Yeah. There's more There's more to worry about in life. 
And I don't think there was a response after that. That was kind of the end of it. So the reason I wanted to mention this is because I wanted to make sure that no one else misunderstood my comment. I wanted to make sure that if there were like Trump haters out there that think that I am suddenly a Trump lover, that they're not going to get all offended. Nonpartisan, unbiased. I am Canadian. That was the point. That's it. So here's the thing, like, it ain't that hard to find out my political feelings. I don't put them on Twitter. Occasionally, I'll retweet some entertaining stuff. I am not a Democrat. I am not a Republican. I am not registered for either way. I think that anybody who is either is blinding themselves personally. That's that's the extent of I'll I'll, I'll get into my political feelings on this show probably right. ever. Because uh, right. I don't want to divide our audience. You all don't come here to listen to me talk about politics. You come here to listen to me talk about wrestling, but to imply that I should quit my job, not only quit my job, breach a contract that I signed because my boss tweeted about something like that. That's weird. He didn't but tweet again, about it. Was, it. it wasn't anything it, unethical. It wasn't anything. No. You weren't like nonpartisan. punch him or anything? No, no. It was completely nonpartisan, unbiased. I just meant that politics are very – there's a lot of red tape in politics. That was basically it. Sure. And, I didn't uh, think – it was not a ringing endorsement for Donald Trump or no. a condemnation of him, I think. Yeah, no. I'll say based on some of his decisions, maybe he does have more influence than I thought he would have. But here's the thing. Guys, there are not a whole lot of jobs in professional wrestling full time. Now, I've, I've had one for a few years. I'm pretty sure I could find one. But if I breach my contract, that's a big effing problem. <laughs> that's a stupid thing to do. Uh, yeah. Guys, let me take the 2,500 to 3,000 articles that I've written since July and just flush those down the toilet because mm-hmm. my boss tweets something that I can't even say I don't agree with it or I do agree with it. I don't feel mm-hmm. either way about it. You take mm-hmm. me, Carlos, Alex, Ryan, Brandon Howard, Joe, Jimmy, Anna, any of us, and put us in a room, we're not going to agree on many things. And to think that we should and I should quit my job that's so weird guys yeah I'm, I'm definitely not going to agree that having six cats is a good idea but, I got uh, six cats to feed <laughs> yeah to feed that's right that's right I need this job I like this job I told Jimmy from the straight from the beginning I was like you know what if this is the last job I ever have I'll be happy I like the money I like the position I like that and when people are like oh you know what you should just quit it. I think that's right. disrespectful. I think that's right. insulting to the work that I put in. I think it's insulting to the work. And really the money that you've put in, I think it's insulting to the work that, that Joe and Anna and Alex and Carlos and those people have put in too, to think that I would just walk away from something like that over something so trivial as a tweet that was very nondescript in – very unbiased in my opinion – that pisses me off. It really pissed me off, and that's hard to do. I mean, I'm, I wasn't – you know me. I wasn't offended, and I wasn't insulted. I, I just kind of think people need to just chill out a little bit. I think that yeah. people are so easily rattled this day and age mm-hmm. that uh, people just got to kind of relax and take a breather a little bit. But, yeah, uh, I, I, I wouldn't say it offended me. It did piss me off that somebody think, oh, yeah, hey, you know what, guys? If you pay me more, maybe I'll consider it. <laughs> maybe I'll consider it. And that's just a maybe because I like my job. Um, it's That was just the weirdest conversation I have ever 
it was among the, the weirdest conversations I have ever been a part of on Twitter where this guy really, really thought I should quit my job. Well, let's move on to more fun stuff. Yeah, what's next on the list? How long is this damn list? Only two more, only two more. Okay. Uh, and they're more fun. So the next one on the list of Jimmy Van is uh, what in the hell did you do or who in the hell did you pay off to get the WWE Universal Champion to start following you on Twitter? What the hell did you do? Well, as I mentioned before, Jimmy, before I edited everything in the world and did 742 podcasts, I was a bit of a journalist. But you just said you're no longer a journalist. I am a journalist. That was a joke. <laughs> oh, you can't tell jokes on this because YouTube's going to edit that out. <laughs> no, no, no. You can't tell bad jokes. Yeah. I thought it was a good joke. It was a good joke. It's good. I don't know. So that was that. Know. And then the last one I wanted to mention quickly is uh, there's a gentleman, and I don't know if I can pronounce his last name correctly, gentleman by the name of Ellis Emba. Is that right? Yeah. And for anybody that doesn't know that name, he was the guy when Brock Lesnar ended. Shocked Undertaker guy. Shocked Undertaker guy. When Brock Lesnar ended Taker's streak at Mania, they showed the guy in the front row with the bug eyes and the, and the white shirt and his mouth wide open. He became a bit of a viral sensation. I think WWE even worked with him and put him on the network on a few shows. And uh, he recently said that his new favorite WWE video series is our own Anna Bowert's uh, WWE Most Ridiculous. So I thought that should was pretty be. awesome. It I thought should that was be. awesome. She puts in so much work in that. Like, nobody really knows how hard. Like, I'll, you know, keep in touch with her throughout the week. Hey, what's up? Editing. What's up? Editing. What's up? Photoshop work. What's up? Filming. I think, that I think that we need to hook him up uh, and put him on an episode of her show somehow. I think that would be great. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm, do that. You know what? I bet she can make it happen. Uh, I've I've went to her for editing help, for Photoshop help. Like, she has been a a great person to have. Also, we got We got to get her that damn mic. I forgot about that. Yes, we got to get her a mic. Very important. She said she's going to whatever store it is, some store that I had never heard of. She's like, hey, go in there on Thursday. I'm able to pick it up there if you order it. So I'm got to get that done. But awesome. yeah, that that most ridiculous series with Anna Bauer. I'm surprised it hasn't completely exploded yet in popularity, but it's going to get there. Mm-hmm. I know one day I'm going to wake up and we're going to see like 30,000 views on one of her videos, and mm-hmm. that, that'll just be the catalyst that really sets her off. But uh, very smart, charming, fast, witty, and hilarious, that, that segment. You all got to check that out. You can always see that by subscribing to us on YouTube. Also, make sure to subscribe to us, iTunes and Stitcher. Leave us a review on iTunes if you don't. I will kick down your back door and eat the steak off of your table while you watch, and you can't do anything about it, people. Nothing that was such a it. smooth segue to a, to a plug. Like that was a smooth segue, man. Oh, I used to be. You know, I I used to have a nickname, Jimmy, the King of Segway Style. That well, that was definitely a good segue. I loved how you did that. We we went from talking about Anna to like plugging the shows like that. Like that was that was impressive. It's my thing. And if you want to have segues like that, contact <laughs> John at we'll get your We'll get your advertisements on here. Speaking of advertisements, ProWrestlingTees.com slash Sean Ross Sapp. Get that Fightful tee. We have been selling them. Had, to, had two of them ordered from Australia today. Awesome. And oh. Anna wasn't the person who bought it. I was going to say Anna's mom and Anna's dad. <laughs> 
Um, now, one, one other thing I want to mention on the air, I told Sean this off the air. Next Wednesday on this podcast, I am going to have a special co-host joining how me. How are you going to swerve me about this? I'm not telling you. I'm not telling this you. This is the equivalent of you working the boys. This is you like – this is like putting me in a feast or fired match in TNA and not telling me what briefcase I'm going to get. You know what? You can call me Eric Bischoff for a week if you want uh, because I'm not telling you. Next week when we start this thing, I am going to have this person brought in, and then you can see. And how how ironic that you are also an eccentric millionaire like Eric Bischoff. Was he an eccentric millionaire? I mean, he did okay, but he's did not he eccentric. Well? Actually, he's pretty tame. He's he's yeah. like a ranch guy. He is now, yeah. Anything else on this list? Is that is that it? No, you can go ahead and do your thing now. I'm I am done taking over and being the host of this thing. <laughs> we can go ahead. We can go ahead and talk about wrestling now. <laughs> yeah, we can go ahead and do it. James Ellsworth has a big hog, apparently, Jimmy. Harley, he's got a, a, a motorcycle in his garage. Oh, so as happy. far as I'm concerned, that's all it is. I assigned that article. I was so uh, it was in the middle of the night, like 3 a.m. I was like, "Listen, Alex, I don't know if you're up, but you got to write about it." Why is it that you're so big on uh, on articles about genitalia? Because you did the same thing with John Jones there a while back. Clicks. You want the clicks, <laughs> don't you? <laughs> okay. Take out an ad on that on that article. We'll see how it performs. Our numbers are growing steadily. They week are. Over week, month over month. So that's good. That's good. You gave uh, Lindsay and who's the new girl? Melissa. Melissa and uh, had mentioned the, the goal to myself. And I'll say uh, yesterday we crushed the goal. But the yeah. last uh, – right now on average we have passed that goal for each day this month. So, yeah. Well, March I'm getting aggressive. You know that. Sure. So sure. we'll see what happens. What do we got? Elimination Chamber this weekend. Are you expecting anything big out of Elimination Chamber? Um, no, I, Honestly, I think that after Mania or after the Royal Rumble, the, the course was kind of made a little bit. And uh, I know that the only big question out of the Rumble was, was, was Orton going to face Cena at Mania or somebody else? And I felt that he was not going to face Cena just because they didn't play up Cena winning the title 16 times. They didn't really play it up, yeah. which told me that they were probably going to take it off him right away because otherwise – why wouldn't they play it up? It. They barely mentioned it. Yeah. It's weird. And so I, I think that he, I think they did it because they just wanted to do a, a, a little segue onto Cena, get the heat on Bray Wyatt. I think Bray's going to win the, the chamber match leading to the Orton match at, uh, at Mania. So, and that's, you know what? I, I like the Wyatt story. I think that uh, Luke Harper's done a really good job. I could see Harper and Bray staying together somehow. I mean, Harper belongs with them. I, they, they tried splitting them up before and it didn't work. Rowan's at the Performance Center working out, by the way. Yeah, and the Wyatts were great. They were great. I mean, you don't necessarily have to split these guys up. I think Braun Strowman is the exception because Braun Strowman is just such Special. a – Yeah, but Luke Harper on his own, unless they completely repackage him with a new look and everything, I think he, you want him with the Wyatts. I mean, they just fit, right? I think that – you know what? Tell me if you, if you disagree. I think sometimes WWE feels like they have to split tag teams up. And you don't necessarily have to do that. I, I know you were talking about the Rock and Roll Express last night. Uh, they were a team forever. They're still technically a team now. What's wrong with that? What's wrong with leaving Tyson, the together? Tyson Kidd and David Hart Smith were a perfect example. They felt like they just had to split those two guys up. Right. Why? Right. Why? I agree. I agree. Neither one of those guys stands out as a guy that would be a main event guy or even an upper mid-card guy. But as a tag team, they have name recognition. They have great chemistry. Right. They are the tag team, like like the prototypical tag team, the strong guy, the small, fast guy. They both have technical ability. I don't see the reason why you just have to split somebody up. 
Same thing with like Big Cass and Enzo. Hey, you can maybe have Enzo or Cass do a singles thing, but mm. you want Enzo as a mouthpiece unless you know you do a heel thing with Cass and you're getting sympathy. I don't understand it. There's nothing wrong with being a career tag team. No, there's not. And and if and you know again, if you look at somebody like the Dudley Boys, uh, I mean Bubba Ray had a decent little run with TNA. But uh, they were much bigger uh, when they came back to WWE for that short run. I, I think if Bubba had to come back as a singles guy in WWE, would not have had the impact that he had being back with Devon as the Dudleys. There's nothing wrong with being a tag team. Yeah, and there were a lot of people saying, well, they, they need Bully Ray. And I was like, you think that's going to work? Yeah, no. In no. WWE, with his age and the perception. I mean, it worked in TNA because TNA was TNA at that point. It was going downhill, and they needed somebody like that. But – at 44 years old, I don't see that working for, for Bubba Ray Dudley. I think that the the year run with Devon putting over some guys was the best best idea. I think maybe they should have done a little more. But uh, I mean, with, with all due respect to Bubba Ray, TNA, uh, big fish, small pond. That's what it was. He was never going to be that guy in WWE. I agree. Yeah, I agree. Uh, my predictions for Elimination Chamber, I think Orton wins. I think yep. uh, Becky Lynch probably wins to set up WrestleMania. Alexa Bliss should retain over Naomi. The Nikki Bella Natalia thing, I don't know. They could go Nikki Bella winning, or they could go Natalia winning and John Cena feeling like he needs to protect her a little bit more leading into WrestleMania. Mm, The only thing that doesn't make sense about that is that Natalia doesn't have a guy for backup to that degree. Well, it it looks like they're going towards Miz and Maurice. Right, which which is why I think Nikki should win, and then you kind of get Natalia out of the picture, and then you move on. I I will ask you this question. Because Orton is guaranteed the Mania match, do you think it makes sense for Harper to win, even if there's outside interference, because it's not going to hurt Orton? Orton's got the Mania match anyway. If they gave a shit about Harper, it would, but they don't give a shit about him. What if they did something where Bray maybe somehow cost Orton by accident because he thought if he wins the chamber match, Orton is a threat. I think that's possible. But the chamber match is going to be on after that. I think that – I don't think yeah, It's going to be on after that, but Bray's going to be going in thinking he's going to win. Mm-hmm. Right? I don't, I don't think there's any way that they'll beat Orton twice in a week. I mean, they might. They've done crazier things, but I don't think they beat him twice in a week. We'll they, they shouldn't. I mean, I mean, Orton is the obvious choice to win. It just seems like – I hate it when they're so predictable. And, and and who needs to win more? Again, Orton's going to be at Mania already. Who needs to win more? People keep asking for a how dare you shirt. Guys, I don't want shirts about me. I want shirts about Fightful. Uh, I am working on a, on a shirt idea for you, and it's, a, really? it's another surprise you're going to get when it's done. Oh, wow. Wow. Uh, here is – I don't predict this to happen, but my hope that will happen at Elimination Chamber, I hope <laughs> that Apollo Crews turns on Kalisto – Joins forces with Dolph Ziggler, or not necessarily joins forces there, but they are the last team in tag team turmoil, and they beat American Alpha, who has just run the table. I think that Cruz and Ziggler heels against American Alpha is a fantastic WrestleMania match, a kickoff match especially. You want to get that crowd hot? I think that's a good one. Um, I, I, I saw what do you, you mention these matches. Well, so I saw you mention that on the on the uh, podcast last night, the SmackDown podcast, and I could tell that Jeff was a massive fan of that. Uh, I think he fell in love with you just a little bit when you said that. I could see it in his eyes. Well, I'm a super you, genius. <laughs> I take that on at Alpha Brain that you all can take by going to Fightful.com and clicking that link that will take you to to on its page. You know, 
I'm pretty sure that's where Bailey, Seth Rollins, Cesaro, Triple H, Cody Garbrandt, Donald Cerrone, that's where they go. They don't have on it, send it to them. They just they go to Fightful.com, they click that link, they take their Alpha Brain, their T+, they, they wear their Onnit gear, their Onnit apparel, they use their Onnit kettlebells that have like gorillas and shit on them. That's what they do. That segue was beautiful. You brought a tear to my eye with that one. That was good. I'm bringing them back. I, uh, you know what? I think Apollo Crews as a heel is exactly what he needs. And uh, I'm, I'm not a big Dolph Ziggler guy. Uh, I, I think, you know, the heel turn is supposed to help him a little bit. But Apollo Crews needs a heel turn. He is the shittiest baby face probably of the last, you know, 12 to 14, 16 well, months. Maybe maybe the second worst because Kalisto is pretty bad too. That's a good point. That's a good point. That's a good, I mean, at least we, at least at we least. have three of the worst baby faces in the last like few years right here because Z- Ziggler was a terrible one as well. Yeah, yeah. But no, I think Apollo is a heel is a great idea. Great idea. The only thing I would hate is if uh, so. It's him and Callisto against Ziggler, right? In a two and one handicap match. No better yeah. way to get baby faces over. No, right. But the only thing I hate about when they do this kind of stuff is when the one baby face who's going to turn. So in this case, Apollo, if he spends a bunch of time in the ring with Ziggler and then ends up kind of siding with Ziggler after they've just fought for five to ten minutes, I hate it when they do that. Why don't they do the deal where he's on the apron and won't tag in? You know, when they do that yeah. deal? Uh, and then finally he gets the tag and then he turns around and kisses the shit out of Callisto. That could be cool. But if they have him actually wrestle Ziggler and then join Ziggler, I hate it when they do that. It makes no sense. Well, I mean, Ziggler just beat the shit out of him with a steel chair on Tuesday, so I don't know if a few moves would change but, that much. But then don't team with them because then you're just another Cesaro Sheamus where you're like the odd couple tag team again. We don't need to see that again. Yeah, I mean, Apollo Crews could say that that's what he needed to, to see the light, to see that he what he's doing isn't working. But, I mean, he did beat Ziggler in like a minute on SmackDown, so apparently what he is doing is working. The only thing I would hate about Cruz turning heel is that because he would now be heel, he's probably going to wear all black. Oh, and every, everybody freaking wears all black. Everybody wears all black. Last night. All black. Miz should not be wearing all black. That guy should be wearing like gold or something. Right. I agree. I agree. Elimination Chamber match. You think why it takes that? Yeah, I think so. I, uh, uh, to me, as soon as Orton won, that was the logical thing to happen. Yeah. Uh, I mean, they already showed you Steve and Orton. So uh, I don't think that's going to happen. And who else? Who else would make any sense? It's got to be Bray Wyatt. And and yeah. quite frankly, I'm interested in that match in in Bray and Orton at Mania. I'm interested in that match. You know, with the whole Wyatt family dynamic and everything. It's not bad. It's not going to be your main event, but it's it's going to be a decent match. I wonder how different the reaction would be had Bray Wyatt won the Rumble and Randy Orton were to win this match at Elimination Chamber because. Wyatt would already be set for the match, and then if Orton won the the Rumble match, it, I don't know. I just feel like it would have been a way that they could have done more with that Royal Rumble because when's the last time you had a guy win the Royal Rumble, then win the title at WrestleMania in like a big match? And it's not going to go on last, but I don't know. Maybe the crowd would have reacted okay to Bray Wyatt being coronated as WWE champion at WrestleMania a lot more than they would if, if it were Randy Orton. But I think I think the fans would love to see something different. I I think that if Bray had won at the Rumble, I think uh, remember we talked about if if Orton won, there would have been a lot of disappointment. Yes, I think with Bray, you have one unheard message. Hi, I was calling Current, the influencer marketing platform, but I think I just got redirected to a bunch of people listening to a podcast. 
Well, anyways, I was calling Current because I was told they could help get my brand set up on TikTok Shop and even build out an affiliate program of content creators promoting my brand and even have those content creators go on live streams and promote my product there. Wow, <laughs> I could really use Current. <laughs> I also heard that the brands they work with are making millions in sales. I guess I'll just go to their website at current.tech. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply would have been even worse because the casuals wouldn't have liked it either. At least the casuals, I think, like seeing Orton win. But I, I think if they did decide to actually like hitch their wagon to Bray Wyatt and run with him and protect him, I think that that would be very well received. I think Bray is a guy that people have been rooting for for years. And, uh, and he's so creative and, he, and he's such a good promo and the fireflies. And when's the last time that he did the whole world in his hands thing? It's been a while, right? A long time because it got over you got over it was, the baby face thing. It was so awesome. Yeah, I, I would be fully for them uh, putting him over. But uh, you know how WWE is. Bray's, Orton's probably going to take the title at Mania, assuming that uh, that he, he's wrestling Bray. They had to sacrifice a little bit of the experience in his entrance when they did the Fireflies thing because now people can't clap along to the music. Right. right so, yeah, that's um, yeah, it, that's just one of those sacrifices that you make. Um I wouldn't be surprised to see him leave WrestleMania as champion still, though, even even over Orton. I mean, if, if, if they decide to actually protect him and push him properly, then great. You know? Baron Corbin got a big win. He pinned AJ Styles last night. Yeah, good for him. Very he, good. Uh, boy, he, he's definitely going to be a draw, that guy. They got to put that guy in the main event. If they had him, if they just showed his Talking Smack interviews, he might be. Yeah, he's and, really great on talking. I mean, how many times have we said that? I, I remember years ago, people used to talk about Dean Malenko, and they used to say, if Dean Malenko was in front of the camera the way he is backstage, he would be awesome. Mm-hmm. And uh, and Baron Corbin, I guess, is kind of sort of along those lines. Maybe sometimes they they keep them a little bit too sheltered. You know, they don't let them show them their true self. Speaking of dirty Canadians, Scott Demore's back in TNA. Whoa. Where did this speaking of dirty Canadians thing come from? Where did that come from? You were on my screen, so. Uh, okay, that was that was actually pretty good. That was good. Of course, I'll get the last laugh. You know, Scott? Next, I'll get the, I'll get the last laugh when your next paycheck is less than the than the, than the previous <laughs> one. But do I know Scott Demore? I do. Uh, we're not friends. We don't talk on a regular basis, but I know him. I've I've done a lot of stuff with him in the past. He actually saved my ass one time. I uh, I brought in. I, I don't know if you're familiar with Scott. He's got a promotion in Windsor called Border City Wrestling. Uh, and going back years, it was always known as one of the Canadian indies that drew well, because you would see a lot of shows that did one or 200 people. And then you would hear that border city did like 900. Uh, but one time I brought in Jim Duggan for a, for a double header and the promoter of the second show canceled last minute, which as you know, happens in the indies all the time. And Duggan told me, I'm not going to come in. It's not worth my time coming in for one show. And Scott had a show going on in Windsor, a Border City wrestling show, and it was already filled with talent. Like he'd already had it fully booked. When I called him up, told him the situation, he said, I'll tell you what, uh, split the, uh, his payoff with me, and you got it. 
And so I was able to get dug in and do that show. So Scott, I, Scott's cool. Every, every, uh, every dealing I've had with him is cool. There was one time he did commentary for me and I was having Nova as a surprise in a match. And on, ta- on commentary before he came out, Scott goes, I'm only here to see Nova. <laughs> so that was awesome. But uh, no, he's cool. When Jarrett came in, it was pretty obvious that a guy like Demore was going to be coming because Demore is, is a Jarrett guy. Uh, I don't know if it's going to be good or bad. I think I still think TNA is past the point of no return. That's my my personal opinion. But uh, he, I think he did great on creative before. I thought Team Canada was a great concept. He's definitely not going to make them worse than where they are. That's not going to happen. My issue with TNA and a lot of people they brought on is everybody's the same. Yeah. Like when they brought on Mike Bennett, I was like, all right, you got discount EC3. EC3 is great, but... Mike Bennett is discount EC3. He's not anything that special. I don't know what Mike Bennett can bring them that Jesse Godders, who is infinitely more famous, can bring them. EC3, who is infinitely more charismatic and better in the ring, can bring them. Then, you know, what Bobby Roode had before he left. Like, I don't know what... And, like, Aiden O'Shea would... He might not even be there anymore. Yeah. But there were people think, like like Marty Bell. I was like, what does she bring? What do these people? Yeah. My biggest issue with TNA going back a lot of years is that they would take a WWE cast off and treat them like the main event. Mm-hmm. And that was always my biggest issue. It, it's one thing when you've got a Kurt Angle because he's a, a special talent. But when you take uh, Damian Sandow or whatever the hell they call him, Aaron Rex. Yeah. When you take him and you you promote his first big appearance – with all due respect to Damian Sandow, Damian Sandow was a lower mid-card comedy performer, and that's what he was. And when you take him and suddenly he's getting main event promos and all that stuff, to me that makes him look second rate. They, sh- they should have just put him on the show like anybody else and, and, and not had such hoopla over it. That's always been a big problem. Maybe now with Dixie out of the way because she was you know, considered kind of like the mark of the, of the creative team. Yeah. Uh, maybe things will be better. And again, I don't think Scott's going to make things worse. I think but, he'll be, I think he'll help, especially with the women. But I, but at the same time, is, is Jarrett going to be self-serving? Is he going to be putting uh global force all over through? Cause global force is a non-entity. Is he going to put them all over the show? I guess we'll see. Yeah. That, that women's division, like they, they, what I, what I wonder is, why are they hiring valets if they don't have money to pay wrestlers? Like, why are you paying somebody that can't wrestle? You can just double up one of the women's wrestlers as a valet. I mean, I think that there's an easy answer to that. They're probably not getting paid. I think, I think you're getting paid. I don't think. I, I bet part. you very little because. Sure, very remember little. We, remember, remember we talked to Bobby Roode's girls. We talked about that last week. Yeah. I have dealt with, you know, models before. Uh, doing independent shows, they will work for almost nothing because they want the exposure. Mm. And so I, I think of TNA is saying, look, we're going to give you uh, 10 bucks and a hot dog, but uh, you know, you're going to be at our TV taping. You would be surprised how many are going to go for that. We just had somebody in the YouTube chat. Sean, does, do people still ask you to work for exposure? Oh yeah. As recently as a couple of, uh, in the past couple of years. Yeah. I've still had that. And uh, no, I beg him on a weekly basis on a weekly basis. <laughs> I tell them, I will send you a Starbucks gift card, and uh, and I'll put you on one of our media buys. How about that? Is that oh, God. He has and, yet to go for it. And that's that's you know what a lot of people think. I had one FC, the MMA promotion, contact me. Contact me about doing some writing. And they said, okay, so here's how it'll work. 
You'll get exposure at first. We'll make sure that you have a following and then maybe we'll explore paying you. And I said, uh, maybe you can explore shoving your own thumb up your ass because I'm not going to write for free. Yeah. Yeah. And I never heard from them again. You would be so surprised. And they never had anybody that took them up on their offer of writing for exposure. Yeah. A company that's paying, paying people thousands of dollars. Like you see them paying Ben Askren an absurd amount of money. But you can't pay me. You can't throw fifteen, twenty bucks to somebody for writing an article. Uh, okay, uh, right? Weird. I, yeah, I get that a lot. The exposure thing. I guys, if you're starting out, write for exposure. If you've been writing for any extended period of time, do not do that. Do not I used to. I, I used to go to indie shows back in the day because I knew uh, in Ontario. I knew all the guys on the show. Mm-hmm. And sometimes guys didn't get paid because, say, it was a poor house. But yep. then they would go to a guy and they would say, "Hey, if you'll get color, I'll give you gas money." And oh you can no! It. And and I've been to the restaurant. So you're literally going to do that yourself to get twenty bucks? Are you crazy? Yeah. You know, somebody asked if I'd wrestle Matt Riddle for exposure. That might be the only thing I did for free, and they'd have to pay for the flight. I'd probably be it. That would be awesome. I would I love wrestled- to see that. I've wrestled for free, I think, almost every single time. I've been paid, but what happens is the only time I wrestle, we do shows for uh, the Southern Ohio Autism Project. And I think every single person on the card gave their payoff to the Autism Project for every show we've done. So uh, virtually everybody on that show wrestled for free because they just gave their payoff, which wasn't a lot anyway. But Yeah, yeah. That's cool so long as you don't get hurt in the match. You know? Yeah. Now, hey, if I got hurt in the match and I had some bills to pay, I'd probably be like, uh, "Yeah, let me keep that little bit of money you're giving me." But For sure. from what I understand, every single person did that. Uh, I'm hoping that we get to do some more of those this year. Before I get a little too old, I'm waiting for Before Jimmy. You get a little too old. I'm waiting for Jimmy Van to just run a show. Well, listen, Jimmy, I work sixty hours a week now. I don't have time to stay in shape anymore. What you? How much do you weigh again? Like one fifty or something? I'm 185, Jimmy. I mean, you're good. You're good. You're still a young man. You're good. I'm telling you, if we get a decent following, 2018, I will book a show. I'll book it in Toronto. I would, I would love that. Hey, you look up and down. Shane Helms, Jason Kincaid, Matt Riddle, Brandon Howard does some wrestling. Yeah. Uh, I'm sure we could, Deanna Perrazzo wrestles everywhere, so she's not in WWE by then. Uh, that, too. Maybe, maybe you know, that Vince Russo guy will make an appearance. He's moving about three hours away from where I live. What? Yeah. He's leaving Colorado? Told me he's moving to Indiana. Why? I don't know. So what's going on with Rocky? What's it called? Rocky Pro? Rocky Mountain Pro. So I saw somebody ask him about that, and he said if they want me, they can still have me. And they said they still want him, but I don't don't know how that will work. I I hope it works out because Vince seems very passionate about Rocky Mountain Pro. I mean, they're not going to pay his trans, so unless they can do everything remotely, that's going to be the end of that relationship. Yeah. Interesting. That's I, that's very. I thought he loved hey, Colorado. You know what? Actually, I, I offered to do their um, commentary for free, just for the plane, and I was like, I'll even pay for my own Airbnb just because I like Vince, and that's the right. only reason I would offer that is because I like Vince personally. Um, didn't happen. And then you would stay at his house, and you would eat his food, and staying. you would listen. Listen, I like Vince Russo personally. I ain't staying <laughs> at his house. You could be on his podcast every day while you're there. That would be awesome. I, I don't like that. That probably would be awesome. Me and Vince have really good shows together. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I, I don't like rooming with people, staying with people. I'll just get the Airbnb, man. 
the way to do it. What do you make of this page MMA stuff? <sighs> like I said, she ain't going to be facing Ronda Rousey or Holly Holm if she ever no. does it. This is no. Combate Americas. Yeah. So, so I, I know that you said, I don't know if this was on Twitter, if it was on a podcast. I know that you said anybody that thinks that MMA is tougher than wrestling, think again. Uh, no, and you no, are, no. I, I said that, uh, if they think that her bumping four nights a week, every week, uh, while on the road is any better. Right. Maybe think again. No. And, and I agree with you on that. I agree that going in MMA is not necessarily going to be more dangerous for her than wrestling. And if anything, it could be less dangerous, but, uh, MMA is a tough racket. And when I say a tough racket, I'm not just talking about the physical toll on your body. I'm talking financially. And and because she is Paige, although you know she wouldn't be able to use that name outside WWE, but because she's Paige, uh, I mean, she'd be able to get one one match just like Punk did, uh, and make a good 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 amount off of that one fight. But unless she wins, there's not going to be a second big money fight. There's only going to be the one. And if you, I don't know what it is about these young girls that are so easily manipulated by older guys. I don't get it. Uh, and she is so foolish. I, I'm not going to go think into she's their, manipulated. Are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? She's 24 and he's 39 and she follows him everywhere he goes. Yeah. Uh, but I think that combat America, she's not going to make shit. She's she going to make combat Americas and you're going to risk your WWE. She, I think she'd get 75 to a hundred thousand. I think that's about it for, for, for one fight. Yeah. You think that she'd get that much? Uh huh. They're on fight pass. That- so yeah, I do think that. I, I do not think that would happen. Uh, but what, do, what are you going to do throwing away your WWE career for that? And you don't, if you don't train hard and if you don't put in a real camp and if you lose your first fight, everything is down the drain after that. I think if she wants to train MMA to like get in shape or to stay in shape, if she wants to train MMA to, you know, as a recreational thing to do, cool. If you're thinking I'm going to leave WWE because I want to be with my boyfriend and so I'm going to be an MMA fighter in this promotion, you are a fucking moron. And that so is a fact. Here's what I think. She's not going to do it until her contract's up, and it's not up for a long time. She said as much. She said maybe after WWE. Well, you know what? I do, I do want to say this. So I, I, I caught Alberto's interview with Ariel Helwani, uh, and he was very uh, respectful of WWE in that interview. He didn't shit on WWE. He had in the past, but he had in this interview, and I think it was like the very next day that the news came out about her movie. And yeah. so I can't help but think that there's a correlation. I can't help but think that she is going to want to stick around uh, in WWE because of that movie. And Alberto now is going to want to be respectful of WWE because of that movie. So, so I, I asked my, my source about that, and they, they told me that Paige has been making more of an effort to bridge the, the – to repair the bridge between herself and WWE. Yeah. Uh, and this has been going on for months, I was told. So take that. For I mean, what that's. You will. I mean, she, I thought she was a great talent in the women's division. She was very she, different, yeah. uh, very unique, great charisma. I always, I was a fan of Paige. I just hope that she wakes up and uh, and doesn't allow uh, you know some older gentleman to fuck up her career. But uh, we'll see what happens. I saw the little thing of her putting the armbar on him, and uh, for a girl that had neck surgery, she doesn't look too bad. Yeah, that's true. We don't know how invasive the neck surgery is, though. I mean, yeah. Del Rio said that he could see her coming back anywhere between April and June. And she wants to come back. She wants right. to wrestle again. She right. wants to do that. 
And ultimately, I think, you know, she's 24. By the time she gets out of her contract, she'll probably be 27, 28. She signed a long, long term deal. Mm-hmm. If Combate Americas is still around, and I think, you know, in Mexico, they're very successful. Uh, hey, whoa, 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 whoa. Let's, let, let's get to the heart of it. I want your honest opinion. Do you believe when she is 28, she's still going to be with Alberto Del Rio? Yeah, I do. Seriously? Yeah, I think they're in love. Big time. <laughs> I do. I think those two uh, are just in love. Maybe that UK betting site can put odds on that one. You know, we need to get a betting site sponsor. That's what we need to do. Yeah, hmm, we're going to have to find one of those. Yeah. Going to make that happen. Um, but yeah, I think they do. And here's the thing with Paige. I think, they, I think they'll, they'll follow the Herschel Walker template of right. giving her an absolute scrub that she would look good against. She would make that money if they, now this is all if they're still on fight pass in a few years. Yeah. yeah. W, UFC WME might chip in a little bit of that money to get some subscriptions. If I were them, I would. I mean, obviously Brock Lesnar is a different animal, and and WWE had uh, ulterior motives for letting him they fight. Got a lot of crazy fans, Jimmy. Oh my God, I have never gotten the type of reaction from a tweet that I did. People quoting my tweet than that page tweet. People are like, OMG, can he not? I'm like, <laughs> he's an adult. She can make her own decisions. He doesn't have a gun yeah. to her head saying, do jujitsu with me. And, and, and again, I think it goes back to a lot of people are a little bit uneducated about MMA. And, and a lot of people just yeah. think, oh my God, she's going to get her neck broken and all that. And that's not going to happen. No. But uh, whatever. What, you know, she, like you said, she's a grown woman. She can make her own decisions. I just don't want her throwing her career away out of stupidity. People acting like she's going to go train at Greg Jackson's or something. <laughs> Get out of here, guys. Come on. She'll learn a little bit of stuff. They'll put her in there against a girl who knows even less than her. She'll yeah. probably mop the floor with them because she is an athletic girl. And that'll be that. And maybe she'll I fight. Mean, I, I don't think she's going to fight. I just don't think it's going to happen. Yeah. I don't either. I really don't either. But you know what? Lady Tapa fought Gabby Garcia, and I didn't see that one ever happening either. Gabby Garcia, how long do you think before WWE makes a play for that one? Never. Oh, she's a monster. I don't think they will. I don't think that she looks the way that they they want. And, man, she is very clearly – I don't like to make accusations, Mm -hmm. but she's very clearly been on steroids, like – I mean, she she's she's not the mutant that uh, Nicole Bass was, but oh, she, uh, she might be bigger. Yeah, she she kind of looks like Nicole Bass in China had a baby, sort of. Let me see how big Nicole Bass was. She was big, dude. She was well, okay. Nicole Bass, six foot two, two forty. That's build. That's build. Yeah. So she wasn't that big. Gabby Garcia is six foot two, two forty five. Oh, there you go. There you go. Or was was at her biggest. Yeah. I'm talking like. Full on dwarfing Vanderlei Silva on the Ultimate Fighter, yeah, type stuff, and that's that's actual. That's not build. So, yeah. uh, also Gabby Garcia, much more skilled than Nicole Bass ever thought about being. But oh, hundred percent, hundred percent, yeah. I don't, I don't think they'll go that route. I think there, there's the girl who wanted to fight Gabby Garcia, the kickboxer. Oh, I can't remember her name, but uh, she's like six foot two, and she is very athletic. I think that's that's more of a possibility. What else we got to talk about? Seth Rollins. It's Seth Rollins news. If you all watch the Fightful.com podcast right after Raw, I dropped the information about uh, Seth Rollins' injury. They are optimistic that he's going to be at WrestleMania, but they don't want to 
to say he's going to be at WrestleMania and then him twist his knee and be set back. Wait a second, Sean. I I thought Dave Meltzer broke that news. Jimmy, (laughs) do you think we're going to see Seth Rollins at WrestleMania? Did you not even hear what I just said? Yeah, I heard you. Yeah, I thought so. I don't. I like Dave, but <laughs> I mean, it was on the Fightful podcast. Uh, I think that. Uh, I mean, I don't know the extent of his injuries, you know, so I can't answer that question. But I definitely think that they're going to hold off on uh, on putting Triple H on any kind of a path until they have a better idea. So, <laughs> Kyler James, our social media guy, says, <laughs> "Make Paige train at Glendale." <laughs> Are you mad at her? Oh, I heard, I heard Travis Brown didn't leave there after all, apparently. Well, he did. Oh, he did? Yes, he did. He says he didn't, but he oh. did. He oh, did. Okay. He he brings in Edmund like once every – like once a month or something. Oh, okay. Like okay. He's just being nice. Uh, somebody so says, he, so he, went, he went back because of Ronda or, or what was the – what's the – Somebody know. also says Fightful shits on other wrestling sites. Thanks. Fightful.com, FightfulWrestling.com. FightfulMMA.com. Also follow our three Twitter accounts below here. Uh, if you don't like MMA or wrestling, you can isolate those. We've got podcasts, videos, photos, interviews, exclusives, uh, financial analysis, uh, WWE Network analysis. Brandon Howard does all that stuff. we got all your news. Uh, we have fight size updates that won't make you click something that's like, oh, here's one video of AJ Styles flipping his hair. Okay, cool. You know, I got to tell you one story I saw that I thought was so hilarious. What's so that? when this when this James story Ellsworth's broke, hog, uh, yeah, you just don't want to stop talking about that. You're obsessed. No, I am. It's when a great the story when the story broke about, about the Rock uh, producing the movie about Paige's family, and on a couple of other wrestling yeah. sites, I saw the headline: "The Rock returning to WWE." Ooh. And all it is is he's co-producing it with WWE Studios. That's all it is. And when I saw that headline, I was like, I hate that shit. I hate that shit, you know? Oh, yeah. We try not to do that. Like, you know, we don't want to give everything away in our titles, but we got to stay journalistically credible. Yeah. Yeah. Got it. I'm trying to get Alex that blue check mark. You guys, I want to make it happen. Jimmy, anything to tell these people besides, you know, they should be visiting fightful.com. I know a lot of you are visiting the same turdy websites that you visited (laughs) since the 1990s. Give it up. Just stop. Come over. Monday nights we got Raw. Tuesday night SmackDown and 205 Live. Wednesday night NXT. Thursday night Impact. Then on the weekends there's always something. Of course, Bellator, UFC, Combate Americas, World Series of Fighting, Ryzen, Evolve. Uh, we got live Evolve coverage. You know, Jimmy, I figured if if we've got a bunch of Evolve people on our payroll, I figured we should probably get the <laughs> events live. You know what? We knew when we started this site, it takes time to build an audience. And and when you talk about Anna's videos are going to explode, it's the same thing. It takes time to build an audience. There is so much content. You can't expect the eyeballs to come in overnight. But I will say this. I think that we are now uh, – we're in a pretty good routine now where we have these podcasts every week with guys like Matt Riddle, guys like Helms, Elias Pearson. All this news is flying out of those podcasts every week. Every time they shit on somebody, every time Elias – Elias is a UFC fighter who shits on the UFC, which is awesome. Yeah. So every time news comes out of these things, I notice now because I talk to you, almost every day uh, another major site is referencing one of our stories. 
And so uh, I think things are growing at a good clip and it's only a matter of time before we become uh, the destination for these people that, as you say, are visiting the turd sites. For, for the ones, you know, I'm not referencing, I'm not referencing Meltzer like Jimmy brought up earlier. I'm just saying, I'm sure he didn't take the news from us. He was talking to the same people I was in WWE. Just saying guys, Hey, Oh, we got, we, we had that right after Monday night raw. So, Things are going good, and like I said, next Wednesday I have a special guest host that's going to be with me, and I'm not telling Sean until they arrive, so that's going to be fun. Somebody says, any New Japan, Sean? Yeah, we got live New Japan coverage. David Tease wakes up at like 4.30 in the morning and does that, so yeah, we got I I want to ask you a question about Japan. I want to ask you a question about Japan. So I I saw this press release about how TNA has has a partnership now with Noah because of Demore. Is is yeah. Noah relevant anymore? Because when it comes to Japan, you only hear about New Japan. We'll find out. Uh, they just got n- their talent pulled from New Japan recently. So, mm. somebody also in the chat telling me that other YouTubers have stolen our news stories. I'm not surprised by that, guys. And then you all ask me to have those people <clears throat> on the show. We don't do gimmick people on our shows, guys. We get Take real flattery. We get real fighters and real wrestlers. And you know what? I've gotten actors and actresses on here that when they criticize the backstage segments, you can't look at them and say, well, what do they know about that? What do they know about scripts and acting? Oh, well, they do. Who's the actor? Who's the actor that we have? Alex, Jeff, and Anna have all been actors. Alex and Jeff have been actors? Alex has a, a lengthy stage resume. I can see that about him. I can see him being kind of like a Shakespearean kind of guy. He's got the voice. I can he's see got it. the I can really pronounced voice, and Jeff's done a lot of comedy, although he's nowhere near as hilarious as me. Um, so, yeah, and Anna, of course. I realized that I saw Anna get murdered on Investigation Discovery with a golf club, and it all it put it all together because she contacted us for transcript work, and I do background checks on people. I'm not going to just hire somebody and find out they're <clears throat> neo-Nazi. So I saw, I actually came across a demo reel of hers and I was like, wow, this girl is very talented. We got to get her doing something that is not transcript work. No offense to those who do transcript work for us. And then I was like, she's so familiar. Why is she so familiar? It's because I saw her with blonde hair getting beaten up with a golf club on Investigation Discovery, which is probably my favorite channel on TV. Did you do a background check on me? I did. And what did you find? Okay, now listen, Jimmy. When I am, I'll say this, very happy at my last employer. They were very good to me. The biggest wrestling news site in the world. And I get a guy calling me. Hey, I'm a dude from Canada. (laughs) I want to put you under contract and uh, do this stuff. And I'm sitting here like, did he listen to one of my podcasts where I said I didn't want to run a site? I just... I didn't want to own a site. I just wanted to run an MMA and wrestling site. And is he trolling me? And that's actually how I started my pitch. I started my pitch by saying, hey, I'm a dude from Canada. You know what? I'm more (laughs) inclined to believe dudes from Canada than a lot of the people I talk to. I bet. I bet. You know what? I honestly, I had never, ever listened to a wrestling podcast ever. Really? Before I found you. Never. Wow. Yeah, never. And uh, I found you. guy. I actually, if truth be told, I found you via Twitter yeah. because I did a search on wrestling MMA because this is a crossover site. So I did a search yeah. on wrestling MMA and that's how I found you. I had never seen your podcast. 
before. I don't – yeah, I'll toot my own horn here. Don't know that there are many people who cover the combination better than than me and the people that I run with because it's something I always wanted to specialize in. I got into MMA because I was too small to be a pro wrestler. Then I got hurt in MMA, started doing pro wrestling, and was like, <clears> you know what? I'd rather write and cover all this stuff. Went to school for it. There were a lot of steps. People think you can just set up a camera in a room and just poof, have a job. It's not that easy. There's, mm-hmm. there's a lot of steps. I'm in a lot of debt, you guys. <laughs> I'm in a lot of debt. But yeah, like uh, Jimmy lured me away from the most visited wrestling website in the world, and I don't regret it at all. No offense to them, but I think we're creating something very special here. No offense to those turdy sites from the 90s. But, I mean, I see some of this stuff, like, Brandon Howard sends me spreadsheets of visits and stuff, and I'm like, how do people still go to these sites? Uh, it's habit. I feel, like it I'm, I feel like I'm being too negative here. I don't want to be negative. I'm sorry, guys. Yeah, you're I'm a very like, negative guy. Stop it. Uh, I try to be so positive. <laughs> Somebody asked if we need a degree to work for Fightful. No, you don't need a yes. degree. Yes, I need, <laughs> a, I need a master's or a doctorate and nothing less. <laughs> Say, I'm, I'm out of a job then. I've got – I did <laughs> I was still going to school part-time, and I quit to devote all my time to this. Now I'm credits away from just getting that degree, but I, I don't think Jimmy's going to give me a raise for those extra credits. So I think you should find the time in the evenings to get your degree if you want the honest truth. <laughs> time in the evenings <laughs> job. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm going to take it from 60 to 80 hours a week and get that degree. Woo! <laughs> We've talked about turdy sites long enough. There are a lot of great sites out there, too. I'm just saying, guys, if you watch the podcast and don't visit Fightful.com, you'll really enjoy it. We've got a lot of cool people there. Alex Palowski, extremely entertaining. Anna Bauer, great stuff. Carlos Toro has turned into one of my favorite boxing writers. Uh, we got Ryan Cook covering a lot of different stuff for us. David Tease is a machine. I'm still writing there. Jimmy Van will contribute on occasion. UFC fighters, Evolve wrestlers, TNA wrestlers, and talent. And somebody asked if you're a good boss. Yeah, everything I've asked for out of this site, he's made happen. I'll say that. So far, I mean, you keep on asking me for go-go dancers that you can have in the background, and I tell you that's not in the budget. You, but... you did not tell me it was not in the budget. <laughs> you did not. You gave me a traffic goal, and I am working towards that. And pretty soon, go-go dancers all around. Jimmy, I mean, anything? I, go ahead. No, you go ahead. I was just going to say something stupid. Like, if I could get you in one of those Rocket uniforms. No oh, fuck. If that would mean more traffic and we have you, you know, kicking in the air behind that chair, that would be amazing. Anything to tell the people before we go? We went over our time. Uh, no, there is no time limit. We could talk for another hour if we want. But, uh, no, things are good. Site split's going good. Traffic's on the rise. I love that we're, we're, we're now pulling new stories out of the uh, podcast. I've been telling Sean for weeks, so many new stories coming out of those podcasts. Uh, so that's Pat great. Fannin, Pat Fannin has been a big help there. Uh, yeah. That's awesome. And then stay tuned next week for my special guest host that's going to be with me here. Jesus. <laughs> Is it going to be Vince? You flying in Vince Russo? Uh, you're going to find out. You'll find out. Oh, boy. Mm. Follow me on Twitter at Sean Ross Sapp. I'm the guy with that beautiful blue check mark that Jimmy Van doesn't have. And Too many I am political so, tweets, Jimmy. Oh, I'm so jealous of that because I so want that blue check mark. It's like, <laughs> just give me the blue check mark. I don't need anything else in life. 
just a blue check mark. Oh my God. Listen, if people try to contact me around contract time to lure me away from Fightful, they're going to have to up it because of the blue check mark. I'll give, I'll give Fightful the hometown discount, but everybody else. Yeah, that contract, better. that contract is so one-sided. I will bury you in paper for the rest of your life. <laughs> oh, jeez, <laughs> Jesus. Uh, Fightful.com. You guys, we have UFC 208 coverage this Saturday. Me and showdown Joe will be here right after the, the pay-per-view. Come there, hang out in our live discussion. We got that for every show. Maybe you sit at home all day. You don't want to interact with people, but you you do want to interact with people online. You just don't want to go to the store. You don't want to deal with people. Get some takeout. Hang out in our live coverage and discussion. We have that for Elimination Chamber as well. Also live podcast after that. Jimmy, can you give them an update on the forums? I've had a lot of people ask. So what happened was we switched to a software called vBulletin because that was a software everybody was familiar with. Uh, the problem is that the vBulletin software is very old, uh, like the, the, the base code. I'm not a developer, but the base code is very old, and it actually crashed our server on like three different occasions. And so they are trying to find a new software that can essentially emulate the look and feel of vBulletin. Uh, and when that happens, we'll get it back up. But that's the reason it was taken down. It kept crashing our server and... So something I had to give. Follow us. Fightful.com. Fightful Wrestle. Fightful MMA. Fightful Online. Head over and find us on Facebook. Subscribe to us. iTunes, Stitcher, YouTube. Leave us a thumbs up on the videos. It helps. Leave us a good review. That also helps a whole lot. Until next time, guys, I am back tomorrow afternoon with Matt Riddle. Register for free absolutely free and let's talk about that quickly we have reduced the fields on the form now hey it's only two fields now if you don't register you are a lazy fuck all right god jimmy honest jimmy (laughs) jimmy what are you talking about sincerely you are a lazy fuck sincerely what is he talking about respectfully respectfully ProWrestlingTees.com slash Sean Ross Get your Fightful Tees. Hopefully soon we will have a Fightful Pro Wrestling Tees store as well. I'm able to open up more designs on mine, but I would like for us to just have our own store. Mm-hmm. Guys, till tomorrow, I'm, at, I'm here with Matt Riddle tomorrow afternoon. we got that Shane Helms show Friday. Register early access. Absolutely free, you lazy fucks. We're out. <laughs>